Hey everyone, welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. This is episode one. Um, my name's Davram. And I'm Deadly Wolfie. And we're going to be discussing in this episode the patch release for May. I know um, we're about to hit the June patch release, um, but I thought with rolling out this podcast, we would start with the May release, which is 2.0.15. And we're going to talk about the highlights that we both thought um, Rare both hit out of the park um, with a good job. And we're going to also talk about mostly the things that we thought maybe fell short. Now, this patch note is a very long. Um, I released a video um, last week on this so you can check that out it's about a 47 minute video so it's a pretty long video because there's a lot of stuff to go over but if you're interested in diving deeper into this you can go to seaofthieves.com slash release dash notes slash 2.0.15 and you can check out the release notes and read them at your ledger but before we get into that wolfie sea of thieves just did a huge thing and that is they launched on steam which is a huge congratulations to them. And I want to take a minute and talk about your experiences um, with the new Steam release. Do you have it on Steam? No, I do not. However, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Yeah, so I purchased it on Steam because I've not purchased this game before. I was using the $1 Game Pass um, for my first tier three and a half, four months of play. And, you know, I'm like, I haven't bought this game, so I might as well buy it. And I personally, my experience personally has been very positive. I, I feel like the game on the client side, on, on my side, is is a bit more stable. But I've also heard people say it's a little laggy for them. So I think it depends on what your your specs are in your computer, what hardware you're using. But the big thing that I keep hearing is during peak times of the game, we're seeing over 40,000 players on the steam platform which personally i think is absolutely incredible oh wow i did not know those numbers were that high yeah that's actually really impressive yeah that's like for me that's like that's massive like that that's massive Forty thousand new players and and i've interacted with some of them right like when you're out on the seas you see folks in like the sailor outfits and stuff like that you know they're new players um because in general new players don't have the basic cosmetics but um one thing that I've noticed that I think is really cool, and both of you, uh, both you and I both love PvP in this game. Um, yeah. These new Steam players are turning and fighting, which I absolutely love. Like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, they're just getting started, right? They're not that great at PvP. They're going to learn. But the fact that they're not running excites me so much because for the longest time, as we're trying to PvP, as we're trying to reap and pillage, these boats are running from us, and these steam players on their in their baby white sails and default ships or their ashen ships and their sailor clothes or their ashen clothes, they're turning and fighting, and I absolutely love it. I don't know if you've experienced that as well. Oh, yeah, no. Yesterday, we actually had a little group meeting with the girls, um, uh, throwing it out there for those of you that don't know, I'm on a competitive arena league team. And it's called the Deadly Sirens. But we had practice yesterday. And going out on the seas yesterday, I was so impressed by how many people came after us and fought us. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, let me go this way. Or, hey, let me avoid all sort of conflict. 
I mean, we laid into them, but there was actually a game where we got beat and we weren't expecting it. Yeah. And so like, it was just so refreshing to have that sort of competition. Absolutely. While we were trying to practice. It's, it's incredible. And, and, you know, I had an experience yesterday where, you know, I'm a player who I will, and I tweeted this out not too long ago. I know a lot of people who play Sea of Thieves get very frustrated when people come up out of nowhere and sink you. At the end of the day, this is a PvP game. It does have PvE elements, but it's a PvP game. Um, part of the thrill of this game is the fact that there it's a large world for only six ships, and at any given time, you can be sunk, and your treasure can be lost. And so there's more treasure to dig up. There's more forts to do. There's always something to get your treasure back. The biggest thing is learning how to defend your treasure and fight. Because PvP in this game, though we'll talk about it and it needs some work, fighting in this game makes you feel like that pirate that this game is based around. It's Sea of Thieves, right? It's not Sea of Runaway or Sea of, oh, PvE, right? They're never going to do PvE-only servers. This is a PvP game, and you just got to go at it like that. And for the longest time, I got irritated with people whenever they said this. It is Sea of Friends because I've met so many people in the community but the main key part is it's Sea of Thieves. So, like, whenever you're in the game, you have to take that to account. I've built so many friendships like you and yourself, like, yours. And just having that, like, community base, it's wonderful. But it's Sea of Thieves. We're pirates. If I meet you on the sea, either I may be nice that day or I may not be. It all depends on what kind of, like, mood I'm in. Right. And you don't have to play nice all the time. Yeah, and for new players out there, if a ship comes by you, if you see a ship and you're not sure about them and they're starting to yell, we're friendly, we're friendly, don't believe it. Because nine times out of ten, they'll yell, we're friendly, we're friendly, and they're just turning to broadside you because they came in at a bad angle. So just just always keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, but I got a funny story from yesterday. You had a good, good story of the uh, of people actually fighting back, right? I had the story yesterday. I was doing, I was working on the blighted ship set, right? I was doing my cargo runs. And I see off in the distance a player galleon, and they were locked in combat with one of the skeletal galleons. And I'm collecting my cargo, collecting my cargo. And as I'm sailing away, I've got to go in their direction. I'm like, well, you know, they're sailing in one way. You know, if I come up on them, I'll fight them, et cetera, et cetera. And I notice the skeletal galleon sinks them. And they had an emissary flag. So I'm like, I'm going to go over there and I'm just going to pirate and steal all their loot because they just sunk, you know. Cool. Mm-hmm. As I'm sailing up, as I'm sailing up, I hear this voice and it says, please, man, please, please pick us up, please. And I look down in the water and this is the first time I've ever seen this. All four players of the galleon are clutching to loot and swimming to my ship. That's all they had. They had three pieces of loot, and they're clutching to it, swimming to my ship. So, and I, I, I saw one had a tall tail chest. And, and for me, I will sink tall tailers if they have loot, right? But if they don't have loot and they're just doing the tall tail, I will leave them be. I might put some holes in them and get over there to see what they have. But if they just have a tall tail, I'm not going to sink them. And this one guy was clutching to this tall tail chest. And so he got on board. I love him on board. And I opened the chest. And I saw the shroud breaker in there and they had a villainous skull on their flag. And then one guy didn't have any loot in his hand. And I'm like, I, I can't like kill these guys because I've been, my, my tall tales have been ruined so many times by people saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. 
And the guy who was holding the tall shell chest, no joke, from the time I picked them up just north of Ancient Spire till the time they turned in the Shroud Breaker, he was clutching that chest like a newborn baby. Like, this is mine. I worked hard for it. I'm not putting it down because I don't want anyone to touch it. He was, like, holding on to it like a child. It was, it was fantastic. But on their credit, they said, you can keep the skull. You can keep the flag. We just want to turn our tall tale in. So I'm like, all right. So I drove him back to Ancient Spire and dropped him off. Really nice people. Um, relatively new players. I think one of the guys had been playing for, like, five months. So a little bit longer, longer than me. Um, which kind of brought the question, how did you get sunk by a skelly ship? But, you know, we, we won't go into that. They, they He mean, may not have been... if you have a ship with other new people, right, right. you really can't help that. Yep. And yep. if you want to try and get the skelly ship sunk, so then you can, like, possibly get out of it, because, like, your teammates may not be... I was on a ship of noobs the other day. It's just not fun. Yeah, and galleons are hard to manage on your own anyways. Yes. Like, if it's just you and you've got a whole bunch of new people, galleons are hard to manage. Um, those ships can... They can take a beating, but they'll also sink quickly if, if people aren't, you know, paying attention. But that was my mm -hmm. funny story of, of new players. So let's dive into these patch notes. Again, congratulations to Rare on the Steam release. It looks like it was very successful. If you are out there and wondering, I have Sea of Thieves already. I want to get it on Steam to test it out. Can I get a free copy of the game? You cannot. You have to pay for the game on Steam if you want to play it on Steam. It works just fine on the Microsoft version, so if you want it on Steam, you are going to have to buy it. It is, I think, $40 right now, so just keep that in mind. I know I've got a lot of questions in my Twitch chat about that. You do have to buy the game quote-unquote, again, if you want to play it on Steam. So, patch 2.0.15. This was the patch just before the Steam release. It was the May update. This game updates once a month, um, like clockwork, um, always brings you something, um, either new content, new story, um, or for this one, a huge quality of life piece. Um, so I want to talk real quick just about a few things at the top here of the I'm I'm on the patch notes page here just a few things at the top um that aren't really the quality of life I would say like PVP and stuff but um two items that they've introduced one the tall tales so real quick on this as someone who has had their tall tale ruined by being sunk this update is huge for me because again, I, I like to I like the story, and there's going to be episodes in the future where we talk about the story in depth. But this introduced the ability to have save points <clears throat> in your tall tale, so maybe you can't play um, for a long extended period of time. You get a little bit of the tall tale done, log out, log back in. You can continue your story. You know, if you get sunk or something gets stolen from you, or 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 something like that, you can get back in and continue your story where you left off. On top of that, for new players who don't know where these tall tales start, there are icons in the um, when you go to Reputations Tall Tales. Each tall tale has its individual icon, and those icons on the map, so new players can find where these tall tales begin, and they can get into the story of the Shores of Gold, of Flameheart, and stuff like that. They can easily find that. Um, what do you feel? I know you are huge into the lore, and you love the tall tales. Do you think? I mean, I'm guessing you think this is a good idea, but what are your thoughts on on their their changes here to the Tall Tales? Um, for the Tall Tale changes, I think that it is absolutely impeccable because if you go into the description of any Tall Tale, it doesn't necessarily tell you where to start. 
So if you don't pay attention to that last little bit of detail that the character gives you from the previous Tall Tale quest, you have no idea where you need to go. So them adding that map option, important. Very important for new players. Because one, they don't know the seas. They don't know where everything's at. It takes them 15 minutes just to look around the map to find the spot on it. Uh, I mean, I played for three and a half months and I still do it. So, like, <laughs> that's my point. So if you have this new person who's told to go to this outpost, are they actually going to look there? And especially new people who are then told to go to Morrow's Peak, like for the one tall tale, mm-hmm. are they going to know that it's over in the Devil's Shore? Because I sure wouldn't. Are they going to know once they get to Morrow's Peak and, and, and the outpost kills you because it erupts? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was talking about this yesterday because we were doing the cargo runs in the roar. I said, every, or I, I think it was a, a, a Moo that said, everyone who's ever played Sea of Thieves, I'm safe at an outpost. Rare. Think again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Um, as someone who has done the tall tales before this map update, not all of them, uh, are still working through some of them. Um, I didn't know where I was going, especially when I had to log off. Like if, if, um, what is it? The very first tall tale shroud breaker, um, at the end of it says, go talk to Madam Olivia and plunder outpost. Well, I had to log yep. off and then I logged back in and I had to Google search where, uh, the mm. cursed rogue starts because, I didn't remember from the last time I and played was, what the mysterious that's stranger. That's like the best thing that Rare Thief ever was created right, for. Like, right. Yep. Yep. Whoever created that website, mm-hmm. it is immaculate with how much detail goes into the tall tales. Yep. Like, if you ever get stuck, go there. Yep. RareThief.com. Yep. It will like, or right at least website. Google search it, and it'll pop it up. Just use the Rare Thief yep. link. And and that and that site. Not only to the tall tales, um, but to get off on a little tangent, I'm not great with riddles or haven't been. That site will mm-hmm. help you so much with learning when the, when a riddle says you're looking for this. Uh, it, you can you can get an interactive map that shows the riddles on that island mm-hmm. and shows you a picture of what you're looking for. Now, again, don't get dependent on it. Right, use it as a tool, and you will learn. And then the next time you get a riddle that looks there, you'll be like, oh, I remember where that is. Um, so yeah, Rare Thief is a great tool to use for um any for new the player tiles. yeah so the next thing that they put in here and i know for me as a former mmo rpg player this was huge regular events so i know some people are like oh, rare you're making me log in every day now not necessarily because in all honesty the regular events don't have like groundbreaking loot right and the things that are cosmetic, you have a week to get done. So, in my opinion, it's not like, oh, I'm being forced to log in every day. But it's giving me an incentive if I am playing every day or every other day. I have something that I can check off the list and get a little bonus gold or doubloons or, or a cosmetic. Um, so, I really like this um, add-in, too. Um, I know I you have been doing some of these events. What are your thoughts about that? So for me being like pretty much done with everything, I don't really care about the daily bonuses. Mm-hmm. That's that's like the only thing. I have 7 million gold, I have 12,000 doubloons. I really don't need much more right now, especially with how little ship cosmetics come out and by the time that they do come out, I already have enough to pay for everything and then I just build it right back up again. 
Um, so the little bit of extra cash and the little bit of extra balloons don't necessarily matter to me. I think it's like it's amazed, like it's really beneficial for those new players that are just joining the Sea of Thieves. So it kind of like throws out there like cast a fit or catch a fish, kill a megalodon, kill a skeleton ship. And for them doing those little tasks that they may just run away from in the game otherwise, mm -hmm. or maybe not necessarily enjoy or not fully understand, they're going to sit there and learn how to actually catch that fish. Mm -hmm. So literally give a man a fish or teach a man to fish. Right. Like this, that's what the purpose of these missions are. Right. Like get a light, get a flame from the fairy of the fate. Yep. Or or the fate fate from the fairy of the dam. Sorry, right. like new people come in, they see the flame there. It's not necessarily a different color for them. They wouldn't right. know to hold up their lantern and get a new one. So like these little daily bounties are like very important for the new player. Mm -hmm. However, I'm more interested in the like weekly bounties, mm -hmm. which are the ship cosmetics and stuff like that. Um. It gives us an incentive to one collect the stuff mm -hmm. and to play for like a longer period of time and either a go out and sink more ships to get what we need or whatever mm -hmm. yeah and so totally. it's very important yeah and and i want your thoughts as well on the um the new blighted ship first off i think it's absolutely gorgeous i i'm a, i'm a huge fan of green and black but this one's like orange, which is a, a color that I've loved for a long time. And it's honoring State of Decay, um, which they've done many of these ships honoring Doom and Gears of War in the past. But this one feels, and you've played this Doom. game. What's that? I didn't know about the Doom one. I think they did Doom, didn't they? Did, they did Gears of War. Isn't and it, they did um, They did Halo. Um, Halo. Didn't they do a Doom one? They, I don't think. I, maybe. What's the one with the saw blade on the front? That that's Gears is, of War, isn't it? That's Omen. That's Gears of War. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get. I get my. Uh, my games confused. <laughs> no, um, that's okay. I. I don't play Gears of War, and I don't play yeah. Halo. So like, I mean, I know of Halo, and right. I played it whenever I was a kid, but right. it wasn't my game. I. I wish I got that set. That set does look good. The Halo set. Mm -hmm. The cannons look beautiful. But um, the state of the case ship, the blighted ship. Um, mm -hmm. Nice orange and black, beautiful sails. I would say brown. Is it orange and brown? Orange. I don't it's have it all collected dark yet. Brown. I, haven't finished it. I I'm looking at the web page as we're oh, talking okay. about okay. that. Okay. So it's it's orange and brown. The bottom part is a little bit like a dark, dark, deep dark wood gotcha. color, but it's it's orange, brown, and cream. Yeah, and the the figurehead is brilliant with the hands reaching out of the ship, just brilliantly designed in mm -hmm. my opinion. Um. Now, they have said that, you know, you get these bits, right? You get the hull, the sails, the figurehead, and the, the flag if you do the weekly event, which leads up to the June launch. And they've stated when they, when they release this that once this event's over, it's going to be on the cash shop. So not gold and doubloons, but actually you're spending money on the in-game currency to purchase this. Which, in my three months, three, almost four months playing, they've never given you a ship cosmetic that gives you the opportunity to unlock it for free and then put it on the cash shop. Have they done that before in your time playing? 
No, they have not. Not from that I'm aware of. Uh, the only things that I could say that are similar to that would be like codes for different things that okay. they've put out. Gotcha. Um, like the Obsidian stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a lot of it, it's not a full ship set, which this isn't either. It's only four pieces. Right, it's only a couple pieces. But, but they haven't actually like done the whole ship set. Right. With that. Right. And that makes sense. Yeah. So you have the opportunity as a player now, and and you and I, who, you know, even me and playing my short time, I've purchased everything that it has been available in game, mm -hmm. um, at this point. So having the ability to get those emotes, or for this saving money that I've already unlocked the ship cosmetics and then I don't have to put money into the game in order to get it. Now, when they release um this in the cash shop, if they add more bits to the ship that I can spend money on, that's fine because now I've saved money because I only have to buy the bits I'm missing. Mm -hmm. Um so I I think that's an excellent uh, an excellent add and here's, I definitely Here's my main question though mm -hmm. with that though. Even though you've saved money by doing it this way, I know that they bundle everything at the beginning. Right. Is it actually cheaper to buy the bundle versus the individual piece sets? I don't know. And the other question yeah. is... But I if think I... usually the haul and the sale are more expensive anyways. Right. So maybe and, but if I buy the bundle, I wonder if it's discounted if I already if I already have some of the stuff. See, I, I don't know. I mean, this is the first um, time they've done it. We'll from what see. I've seen, it I've bought... Unless if they've changed it recently that I did not know about... Um, I've bought things before, before purchasing the bundle and I do not get a discount from gotcha. it. Gotcha. Well, we'll see again. This is, this is new waters, um, pun intended that they're going on. So we'll see if we get a discount or we'll see, but at the end of the day, it gives you the ability to, um, get something that eventually is going to cost real money to get. So, um, even mm -hmm. if you don't get the full ship, you, you at least get pieces of it and you get, in my opinion, some of the best pieces that at least, you know normal ships the hull the sails the figurehead are usually the best pieces so it's it's you'll let you know because i i'm a fan of the default cannons or one of the versions of the default cannons so i don't need the the cool looking cannons even though they're cool looking they mess with my aim so <laughs> See, the one ship that i found that from the recent update is the um order of soul cannons I like the those. order of soul like cannons those. They actually almost point directly where you yes. need to be. Yes. So uh, those I enjoy and I love. Right. I wish that there was some sort of aiming device on all the cannons, mm -hmm. or at least to know that if I shoot out from the front of it, like the top of it, mm -hmm. it's going to hit in that general area. Yeah. The aiming with cannons is so, like... It's a skill. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, if you're a new player, though... Yeah. Yeah. You're shooting at a ship, and yeah, you have to like aim a little bit more forward and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I, mm -hmm. I can understand that, like aiming forward and leading the shot. Yep. That's perfectly fine to me. Them turning and you're turning, you have mm -hmm. to count for like the different trajectories. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine by me. But whenever you aim your cannon, and you can't actually see what you're aiming for, yep. Yep. I think that that's annoying. Yep. And. Yep. You could easily just use the like angle that we're looking at mm -hmm. and make that middle dot or at least the top of the cannon where the cannon's going to semi aim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know. So then you have that idea. I know myself, I like the bone crusher cannon look and I love the Reaper cannon look, but those mm -hmm. things are so bulky, you lose so yeah. much vision 
when you're when you're trying to aim those. And yeah, they have a point of interest to aim off of on the front, but they're so bulky that you lose so much screen um um real estate that it's hard to adjust that aim when you when you miss or you overshot or you undershoot. Very challenging, um, which is why I use the default cannons a lot. And I have to say, the cannons that they did with the tw the Twitch drops this past uh, week or so, the um, the mutinous fist cannons, those aren't bad either. Um, they're not too thick, um, and they've got these spines that go down the top, which add a nice little aiming reticle for you. Um, I don't know if you've used those yet. Um, I used those I... yesterday, and I like. I watched the stream for 30 minutes and i'm one of the people that did not get the cannons make sure you open a support ticket um, yep i have to okay good good um but i know that i didn't watch june 10th so i shouldn't be getting that one okay. but like like i definitely watched on the 8th because it was not necessarily somebody that i wanted to be watching well you know <laughs> but i just i was yeah. like okay i'll put them off to the side turn it down and... i was gonna say there's always plenty of of sea of thieves partners out there streaming so you can yeah. always find someone you can watch mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah i i really like in in wrapping that up i really like the regular events it's giving something for us long-term players you much longer than me um something to do um, and it's giving a lot of opportunities for new players to get that currency to buy their cosmetics. Because at the end of the day, it's a PvP game, and everything is default if you don't buy anything. If you want to be a customized-looking pirate with a cool ship, you're going to have to put your gold and doubloons um, into the shops and get what you want to make your pirate look unique. So, um, great, great. Another great update in general um, for Rare. Might not have hit every play style every you know pirate but in general i think this was a great update <clears throat> i'm not even going to talk about the ruby splash tail thing that hit the the thing not going to talk about it if you want to see the ruby splash tail stuff and like i just told wolfie just saw the beginning of my may video and giggled like i did i don't giggle a lot at my videos this one made me giggle if you want to see the ruby splash tail stuff just look at the first three minutes of my youtube video um okay so let's get in to the meat and potatoes here so i'm going to start with you um, because you've played this game much longer you are a competitive arena player um, in the nal and so there's updates can change your competitive play each and every month so let's talk about your top five. They don't have to just be about PvP, um, but let's talk about your top five. We'll start with five, the we'll low end, and then we'll go to number one. Let's talk about your top five best parts of this update as far as quality of life. And we'll go five and we'll count down. So, yeah, it's hard because there's so much. And we, again, we don't have to just talk about the PvP. That'll get in there. But, um, yeah, let's talk about your top five best parts of this update hmm. i'm going to say number five is actually the amount of cannonballs that they added to the ships so it's not just um, cannonballs right it's every it, supply except every throwables. supply they put 99 two stacks of 99 cannonballs in each of the three barrels mm -hmm. so that alone is what 
600 cannonballs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you have 600 cannonballs that you can basically shoot and lob at people. And this is on Galleon, by the way, because Sloop only has two barrels. So on Galleon (laughs) Arena, which is obviously you're talking about your experience, which is Galleon Arena, you get three barrels in a Galleon, and each of those three barrels have two stacks of 99 cannonballs. Prior to that, Mm -hmm. what what did you get? Um, Each barrel had... 60 60 right so yeah. massive massive it, change it, it times one and a half right right and so or two and a half two and a half so talk to me one. why that obviously cannonballs are huge in arena right you got to sink a ship you got to put holes okay. in a ship to sink it why so, was that so important that it made your top five it made my top five um because of the fact that in the arena league that I'm in, we're playing not against new people. We're not playing against casual players. We're not playing against people who understand the game, understand PvP. We're talking about people who study, analyze, and interpret how to effectively attack ships, how to go about controlling the situation. And the best thing that we can do is cannon fire. So aiming at the top deck of the ship, bouncing those other players off of the ship, possibly getting kills from the cannons, it's getting those people off those cannons. And if you have, either if you're going too fast, you have the waves, your ship is moving all over the place, you're not going to just be sitting there rolling up on somebody slowly and just hammering into them. You need those cannonballs to be able to effectively sink ships against players who are actually more difficult to beat. Mm-hmm. So not having enough cannonballs, it was literally leading us to tactically scuttling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why it's only at number five for me, right. why it's not up there because I actually enjoy tactical scuttling okay. because of the fact it was like another strategy that you could use mm-hmm. in the arena league. Um, maybe a little bit more cannons, just not as many. Because we would eventually get into situations where either we would be pinned down by two teams and we knew how many points we had versus how many points they had. And because we didn't have enough cannonballs, we knew that we were eventually going to need to scuttle in order to get more cannonballs. Mm -hmm. And now that 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 is out of play, it's completely changed the game plan. It's very frustrating because we're mid-season. And so, like, immediately, like, coming into this, we were learning how to, like, adapt to the new changes. Like, all of those other things. And that alone was really difficult for us to, like, start practicing and start learning about and changing. Like, we're still in the process of changing how we were mentally preparing and going into fights versus now where we have to adjust ourselves. Right. And for, for some people who may be new to this game or who don't, who are not competitive, you know, in a competitive league for arena, they may say, well, getting more cannonballs, that, that shouldn't change your strategy or anything. What you have to understand is when you're at such a high level of competitive um, play, and they just did the Athena trials um, where they had a whole bunch of streamers. And keep in mind, these streamers are not competitive arena players, right? They are adventure players in general. Um, you know, they were scuttling, and eventually they had to make a rule that They're you had more to... advanced. 
advanced. Yeah, yeah, they're they're advanced players, players, but they're not they're not professional or or competitive tier NAL tier um, arena players. And uh, you know, Rare had to come in and actually, or or the organizers, I guess it wasn't Rare, but the organizers had to come in and make a rule that you couldn't scuttle before two minutes because it was so frustrating to one of the teams. um, I won't name the streamer who was captaining that team. They actually quit the tournament because they were so frustrated that people were scuttling because there was no there was no disadvantage on the points if you scuttled immediately to get those extra supplies um and and you had like a 50 50 chance of being put into a worse position right right. but Um, in in general there wasn't you would move your ship your ship would right your ship does move but you got more of those specialty cannonballs. Yeah, yeah. And and that was the thing was one of the teams quit because they were so frustrated of this strategy. And and for a competitive player, right, you have to look at your arena as a whole. How do I win? Because as a competitive player, it's about the win. You want to get that win. So using that tactical scuttle was important. I didn't like the tactical scuttle. I, I was an advocate that they added a negative point for people to scuttle. I understand why people scuttled. I get it. And since there was no penalty except for your ship moving, I, I get it. You had to do it because you needed those supplies to win. Um, however, I did not expect them to do this, your number five, which is increase the supplies. And we should also talk about that. It wasn't just about the cannonballs. You get a ridiculous amount of food now and a ridiculous amount of wood. So your ship is loaded when you start the arena now, like loaded. And the cannonballs are big because as you mentioned, that's how you kill. That's how you sink. But also having a ridiculous amount of food and wood also is great for the arena as well. Wood so. is terrible. Yeah, no, wood is amazing because there were also times where like we had to scuttle because we were getting low on wood. Right. And, and like, just having that extra little bit this is something that i wish they would also apply to adventure mode though too because i hate hate absolutely hate going into adventure mode spending 45 minutes to 30 minutes loading up the freaking ship getting all of the supplies and if i'm solo slooping ending up getting like crackened or something like yeah i can get out of it no problem but then sometimes you just have that wonderful rng or whatever it is like i and you get skelly shipped megalodon and kraken all in one and you're just like i just want to do a tall tale guys i can't (laughs) i just want to do the sea bound soul in this volcano and this megalodon this skeletal galleon and now the kraken Karen's that now wanting to, to speak to my day. manager, right? <laughs> and I, and I agree with I you. Got I got Kraken, I got Skelly shipped, and I got Magged. So don't get me don't get me wrong. I I, I like supply ridding is what I call it, and a lot of people giggle about that in my stream. I call it supply ridding, and I love doing it. Like I love getting on an island and supplying up my ship. But I agree. I think a ship, a default spawn in in arena or not arena, uh, adventure. I think um, should have 99 cannonballs in each barrel. I don't think they should have two stacks of 99, but maybe 99 in each barrel of cannonballs. That would still um, be 300 cannonballs for the galleons, though. I mean, that's that's, uh, like, that's a good start, though. It's better than what okay, you get now. Okay, 20, 20 is 
crappy. Right. I would say what they used to have in arena would be fine. Okay. So 60 in each barrel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 60 60 is um, fine in each barrel. The amount of wood the, like wood doesn't do anything other than keep your ship afloat. That's true. So, that's true. Well, you can also build fires and cook on on islands with it. Well, yeah, but how many people <laughs> actively do that often? Don't worry if you read if you read all these patch notes, you can now add more wood to fires on campfires. But you know, oh. that was in there somewhere. I read I it and I kind of giggled. But um, yeah. So and then food. Here's my question about food, and I know your your um viewpoint on bananas. Okay, I know it. <laughs> I get it. Right. You you put the bananas down with oh, the worms, right? Food. Yeah. But I'm also the PvP player that makes sure I have max worms so I can eat and vomit on my opponents in battle. So, you know, that, that second barrel of worms and, and bananas is important to me. But yeah. so do you think if they if they what they if they do what we want and increase your starting supplies, do you think they should increase just give you a whole bunch of bananas or do the coconuts like they do in arena? I'm perfectly fine with either. Majority of the time, though, in Adventure, if you're one of the upper people, you collect so many freaking bananas. Right, 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 right. So those bananas are just used to fill up the fruit crates. Right. And if and if so, you're hurting in battle and you have you five bananas. bananas, those bananas don't do anything to you. You are going to die. And like, they only give you what sixteen bananas to begin with. Uh, yeah, eight and eight, yeah, eight in each barrel, and you get two like, food barrels. That's what. That's three full life right. revives, right. basically. And on so a galleon, all the way down. And on a galleon, you've got four players. <laughs> so yeah. you've got to divide sixteen bananas between four players. Not even, not mm -hmm. each player even starts with a full hand of food. Mm -hmm. right. Um. So like, so I, now, I, that just bothers me. Now, now my troll that. question for you: If they increase mm -hmm. the supplies and they give you bananas and they put them in the top, top or the the top food barrel on a sloop, how do you feel about that? That's fine. I would just pop it. <laughs> are you gonna move? Get, are you gonna move them no. down to the bottom? Or are you just gonna put your good food in the bottom and put the worms in the top? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? Like if they put, if they give you, I let's would say, put all the good food at the top whenever I'm just loading up the ship for like, <laughs> like okay, let's look for cursed cannonballs and better food. Like that's what I would be doing the entire time. And like, like I, I can just see it now. Wolfie logs into to the sloop. Or to the bridge. And as I start moving, and my ship is heading in the general direction, I would sit down there and move and, them all down. And for the 45 minutes that you're normally stocking your ship, you are moving the 100 bananas <laughs> from the top <laughs> barrel bananas. to the bottom barrel. Not just switching the barrels of which you're, you're moving them. Oh my god, imagine even moving the cannonballs. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, see, here's the thing. And I had this conversation last night on stream. I play with so many different crews on stream. <laughs> and each crew has a different way they want their barrels organized. Um, and I try to remember how each each people do their thing, right? And it's so challenging because then I get the, Davram, we don't put that here. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, and I'm, I'm like the odd man out all the time. For me, <laughs> when it comes to barrels, I'm okay with putting everything in one barrel because then I can go oh, just God. to that barrel and grab what I need because I'm a clicker. I'm not a, a, an F button player. Yeah, so, no, I, I F button so much because, because of like yeah. just doing it in the NAL, like just running right. to a barrel, F -f 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 -f. Right. like 
fuck, I'm running out of food. Right, ah! right, right. right. Like, yeah, I, just, I just throw it all. And I'm okay with throwing it all in one barrel. That's me. But I know everyone's not like that. And it's, it's so hard for me to keep track of all the different, you know, crews I'm on and making sure I organize the barrels the way they want. For and me. My OCD has been kicking in lately. So, right. like, I joined a ship yesterday and I, I, <laughs> I did a couple digs and then I went back to the ship and the ship was such a mess. I organized it and she's like, you were here for, like, ten minutes. And I come back to the boat and it's organized. Right. Right. She just laughed the entire time. Yeah. So and, it's like, and and now for new players who maybe maybe listening to this this podcast or watching it on YouTube, um, you will learn your own boat organization. Right, you will learn it. You will get it, and and a crew you you will get a crew someday that that maybe teaches you something about organization. Um, and you're like, oh, I like this better. Like. Your ship organization is your own, and you'll figure it out, and other crews will do it differently. The big thing that I can take out of this is always make sure your entire crew understands where things are. Because in the heat of battle, if you're running down expecting to hit the food barrel on the top and grab good food, and you hit the food barrel on the top and get worms, right? The crew should, or you go to the cannonball crates. Or the cannonball barrels, and you're going to the top cannonball barrel expecting cannonballs, and you get throwables. Just make sure your entire crew is aware. But I agree with you. I think they should increase the starting supplies on ships. Even as a supply rat, I wish they would, because sometimes you get a really crappy spawn at an outpost, and you don't have Everybody a lot. Was just there, looted everything, and right? Left. And you don't get a lot. And then you're concerned getting to your first island, do I have enough supplies to survive a PvP encounter, a nasty PvE encounter? Do I have enough, especially if the waves are bad and you, you're having trouble landing your cannon shots on those megs or those krakens or the skelly ships? You know, if a skelly ship comes along and, and just locks you down with, with uh, weary balls and you can't get to the wood or, or something like you know, you could sink really easily. Um, so I agree with you. I think they should do something with the starting supplies in adventure. Again, don't break it. And I don't want to see them add where you can buy supplies at outpost because that just gives advantage to long-term players who have a ridiculous amount of gold and have no problem spending a couple thousand completely upgrading their ship. And then they have complete advantage, which then would increase server hopping, um, because they can just do that over and over again. Um, I don't want to see that, but I would like to see them increase the starting supplies um, on the adventure ships. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. Number four. Um, reviving. Reviving. Okay. So I think this was actually brought out a couple patches ago. It was. But, I mean, it's not really a quality of life update for this patch, but it's still definitely a quality of life thing. They actually had something about reviving in this patch oh yes okay. so let me let me just quickly read down the reviving section for you returning from the fairy of the damned while a crewmate is being revived should no longer cause the revived player to appear stuck in a down state so that was a visual change that they made okay players now take damage from fire if they are revived while still standing in it okay so uh, before That's you were you had an immunity right what's that i hate that though but it's it, it's true though 
right? If you get revived and you're in fire, you would immediately catch fire again. Yeah, but right? for how little health you have. You're right. You're right. Which I, then I puts think giving it, a few moments to get them out of fire is okay. The the problem but. with that would be is, and I don't know how it's programmed, if you got a few iframes, invulnerability frames for those who don't know what iframes are, um, you would have advantage over someone on your ship slaying out because they couldn't damage you. Again, I don't know how it's programmed. I think I think that that should be implemented anyways. I agree with you. I, I totally agree because with you. Because if you do have that better player yep. or that better group on your ship, yep. you're literally just stuck there and yep. you can't do anything yep. about you, it. You, you the are only way games. you can do that is to scuttle your ship Yep. Or scuttle your ship. Yep. And by the way, any new player out there or anyone who watches streamers who are huge PvPers and they're on a ship and they make fun of and or ridicule people for scuttling their ship <clears throat> while they're on the ship spawn camping them, don't listen to them, okay? Don't listen to them because scuttling your ship is a feature in the game and as we talked about in the arena, it is a tactful thing to do right if you're getting spawn camped right that's not a good experience for you you have the option to scuttle your ship yes you lose everything on your ship come back at them after that right so if you hear a streamer that's like oh these guys are cowards because they they uh they scuttled their ship instead of fighting See, back well you know what here's my mm. thing though first here's my thing this is the only okay. statement that i am going to say I have played a competitive arena where mm -hmm. we have been spawn camped. Yep. My only statement is, is that try and get out of it a few times first. Yep. yep. Agreed. Don't immediately scuttle. Agreed. Like, yeah. try a few times. If you know that you guys can't get out of it, then you can scuttle. Right. But just having that experience to try and get out of it, and those few times that you do succeed... And you may be able to get one shot off on the bad guy. Yep. Sure, they're going to heal by the next time you come back. Yep. It's still that like little bit of you're learning and you're improving. Yes. yes. So you still, yep. you still need to try. Yeah. Don't and give up immediately. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't give up immediately. Go. Learn. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing with PvP in this game, right? Learn. But with Adventure, you have a little bit of advantage over arena players when you die. And that is with this update. <clears throat> and since we're talking about scuttling and, you know, don't just scuttle immediately, try and fight back. Keep in mind now, um, there is an armory now on the Fairy of the Damned. So mm -hmm. if you, like me, who is trying to learn the sword, and I have the sword and my sniper out, which is my normal load. Well, not my normal load. Out. I like to double gun, but I'm, I'm committed to learning the sword. So for the time being, I am, I am not allowed to double gun. I have, I am, I've taken that option away from me. I have to always have a sword. If I'm getting spawn camped on my boat with a sniper rifle, it's challenging to get back on the boat with all the chaos and line up a shot. I now have the ability on the Ferry of the Dam to swap that sniper rifle out for a blunderbuss or for a pistol and have a better chance on a close range, especially on a sloop, right? It's very small. Get a new weapon to change the tide of that battle when I spawn back in and I can keep fighting. Um, before again, if I choose to tactically scuttle. <clears throat> so I, I like the fact that there's a fairy of the dam. Um, I wish that now. there was something like that though in arena. Sure, you just don't go to the fairy of the dam in the arena. You just go back to your yeah. ship. <clears throat> you just keep floating up, or at least spawn us near it. 
but then that would be an easy way to get spawn camped the entire time. So a few more things on reviving, since we're, we're talking about that. Here's one for you that I think you'll like. If you are a limping player and you are revived, you will no longer come back with the limping effect. Oh. So that's a good one, right? That's a good one. You're, you're revived. You're coming back from the dead. If you're coming back from the dead, why is my leg still broken? I literally <laughs> just came back from the dead. How is my leg still broken? Right. Um, yep. Let's see here. These are a couple more just uh, basic things. Players will no longer hear the revive and progress sound effects when another player is being um, revived. Right, right. They'll know, yeah. They will now hear, sorry, they will now hear the revive and progress sound effect when another player is being revived. Um, here's another one. Venom damage over time effect now ends when a pl player loses all of their health and does not persist through the revival. So that's, no a little, that's a little different than fire, right? Because in fire... When you die, you are no longer on fire. You revive back into fire and catch fire again. Venom, beforehand, it would have a duration time. You would die. That duration time wasn't up. You would revive, and you would still be Venom, which doesn't make sense, right? Because, again, you're coming back from the dead. Why the heck do I still have Venom in my blood? So um, those are some changes they made from reviving. Um, but, yes, when reviving, let me see. body's still there. It still was taking still has venom in it so if it, like to me it does make sense for it to be there but like it that's not that those little things aren't really like okay you changed it it's right. no big deal right kind of a thing right so yeah they made some changes to reviving a few little changes um the reviving mechanic i th still think is is one of the best things that they've added to the game i believe that one came out in april was when reviving came out but they're making tweaks to it because again it was new it's new it's new it's new it needs tweaked all right best things number three uh, so it's not really fixed yet but it's not happening as consistently and that's cannon reload bug cannon reload bug Cannon oh reload bug. Why? Yep. Freaking God! <laughs> I wanted to punch. Like. <laughs> uh, as a competitive that's player. Say. That's all I have to say. As a is competitive you're on a cannon. Player, yep. cannon. Uh, yeah, because. I got beamed in the face so many fucking times because of that stupid cannon bug. I died so many times because I couldn't shoot at the enemy players that were shooting at us. Can we just take a moment real quick? Because of the cannon bug. And, and say that when you hit someone in the face with a cannon, the sound that it makes is, is fantastic. And you Damn feel bad. so amazing when you're like shooting that cannon and you just, you, you hear that. And then you see the ghost rising. You're like, yeah. But when you get hit in the face by a cannon, it is the most demoralizing sound and feeling ever. <laughs> it's like one of those complete opposite ends of the spectrum. You're like, yeah, I just pounded that guy in the face with a cannon. And then you're like, oh, I just got pounded in the face by a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they like, did fix that. That was a, that was a big they, thing. They fixed right it. there's you still get it every right. now and then yes, i yes, had yes. it just yesterday mm -hmm. but we used to have that like relative like how we're having it now that's what it used to be before right. arena 2.0 came out so like 
it going back to that, I am so much more mm. thankful now. Yep. But at the same time, it's still annoying. And it's still there, but it's nowhere near as bad. Right, and no. and I, I'm sure when we get to things that weren't addressed, there's something else with weapons that um, that's frustrating, that's definitely not fixed yet, that kind of lands with that, that cannon bug, is it's better, but it's not there yet. Uh, and yeah. we'll get to that after we get through these. So, yes, the cannon life bug is improving, there. but it's not the mm -hmm. best life yet. Right. But here's the thing that I stated in my my video: um, things are getting better, and that's what I like to see. When yes. things are improving and not degrading, that's good because that means this... the developers know what the pain points are, and they're looking at them. This patch, I wish that they would do things like this every single patch i think they should do a patch they, they like this every some, quarter yes something right? like reach out to the players like mm -hmm. if you just watch the streams of like pretty much if you want any feedback on competitive arena go to watch the sea of champions mm -hmm. or nal mm -hmm. or there's another one but there's like there's so many people that do arena things. Mm -hmm. Just watch their game. Right. Watch right. one of their streams. Right. You don't have to talk. You don't have to do anything. Just watch. Observe. But just watching, mm -hmm. you'll get that little bit of information yep. that it's like, oh, she couldn't load the cannon. Right. She's having issues with the can. Like what's she? There's no tassel in the cannon. Oh. But whenever she backs off, there's a tassel in oh. the cannon, and then you hop back on. Like, she loaded up the cannon. That's that's the issue. That's what the cannon bug is. Mm. You load the cannon. It doesn't register that you load the cannon, but it actually does register right. that you load the cannon. And, and, so it doesn't register while you're using it that you loaded the cannon. So you have to back off, let it get the little tassel in the cannon, and mm. then hop back on. Or Like, that's, that's literally... Or what about That's this one? Issue. What about this one? I'm trying to loot the rowboat and I sit down. Oh my god! Fuck! Oh, I forgot all about that. That is fixed now. I know that's and, it, that's, and it's a fix that I, I didn't however expect. However, bothers me though. I didn't expect how they fixed that, it though. Like, I wish that they would have flip flopped the reactions. Agreed. Agreed. And the other thing that I still would, needs addressed. I would addressed rather on press that. F on that than press R because yeah, F is yeah. such looting. Everything is F. Right. So or Y you, if you're a controller player. Yeah. So you flip those two for the robo. Yep. Just just flip them. Yep. Everything would be fine. Now just the next thing. The, next thing I want to see. Amazing. I would say that that would probably be my number two. Number two. Yeah. Now the next yeah. thing I want to see them. I want to take. I want want to keep going on that robo. We'll keep that as your number two, and we'll keep talking about the robo. The next thing I want to see them fix. Fix the damn rowboats. So that they one, they don't glitch. I had a rowboat yesterday that oh one of my, my crew God, members yeah. could get into and row, and I was trying to get go over to a fort and tuck, and yeah. the rowboat was glitched for me and not them, and they weren't comfortable with PvP to go over there and do it. They wanted to stay with the ship, and I'm like, I can't get over there. It's too far. Well, I could swim it, but they were too far into the fort for me to swim it and be effective, and the rowboat was glitched for me. And also, more so on that is... If I put loot in a rowboat, I should be able to get that loot off the rowboat easily and not just sit there, oh, crap, my skull is under the seat and I can't target it. I just sit down over and over again. Which is, which is only... another reason 
why I think that the R and the F, because yes. like you pick up items, it's F. Mm -hmm. You put it like if you just flip those two, that's fine. I would rather try and go into the freaking storage crate every single time trying to pick up loot than I would trying to sit down. Right, and and the thing is, if it's if if the loot is on your ship, right, and in an awkward position, you can always target that that loot relatively quickly. If it's in a yes. robo in an awkward position, sometimes there's no way of targeting it. You have to blow up that robo in order to get your loot out. Yep. So. I'm glad that they made this adjustment. Again, I didn't expect the way they made it. I, I agree. I think they should flip-flop the buttons. But they need to go further on these rowboats and fix the glitchiness yeah. of the rowboat. And they need to fix picking stuff up out of the rowboat so you don't have to blow up your rowboat in order to get your loot out. Yeah. So, again, like we've talked about, this is a great step. They need to keep going with it. So that's your number two, rowboats. Okay. Number one, what was the best thing about this patch? The bucket barrel. The bucket barrel. I didn't oh expect my. you to say that. Oh, my God. Okay. Buckets. So what I about the bucket can't... barrel that they do that you are, that, that got it to you number one? It. You <laughs> couldn't use it. You couldn't fucking use the goddamn water barrel. You had to stand in a very specific position. Aim at it from the handle and fuck it which on a galleon the fucking handles on the complete opposite side so i was wasting an extra three seconds to get over there stand in the correct position to get water to put the fire out on my galleon while in the middle of a, comp a competition like no you're very no that's not okay you're very passionate not about okay. the water bucket there no i i am so peeved <laughs> that that was even a thing whenever it first came out like i was so angry and upset with new arena whenever it first came out the the barrels not having enough supplies, um, the sh time being a little bit shorter. I'm fine with the shorter time now because, like, things are speeding up more. So that's fine by me now. But, like, everything changed, and we were going into the NAL. So it was very difficult to be able to do that stuff. Can, can I tell you what my number one is, and it's a combined one? Collector's chests and emissary grade. So... Beforehand, you had to get your collector's chest on your ship, unload it all to get your emissary credit, and then load it back up. Now, any loot that's in a collector's chest or a rowboat, when it is attached to your ship, it gives you emissary grade. I just want to state that I, I love that because now I can go quick. Like, if I'm under distress, something's coming in, I can quickly get my emissary grade and move on. And now I can focus on PvP instead of, Oh, I need to unload this and unload that. And yeah, it stops you from stacking loot in collector's chests and then re-leveling your emissary grade. But, you know, the emissary system needs work anyways, and, and they're working on it. But I love this. And then the second piece of that with emissary grade, my, num my number one is a combined one here. The emissary flags are now harpoonable. Thank you. Yes, Thank no, you. that one is very, very helpful. Because, so and again, I'm mostly an adventure player. I'm trying funny. to get more into Arena, but this was huge. The fact that you sink a ship and, you know, ships are going to come back. Other ships are going to be like sharks in the water after blood. The ability that you can quickly harpoon all the loot, including the flag, and keep your people on the ship. Huge, huge. Absolutely love it. Both of those. That was my combined is, is that. Um. Okay, so let's talk about where they either didn't go far enough or they missed the ballpark 
on it. We'll do top five misses in this patch or things that weren't done far enough. Number five. Um, I hate going backwards. It's so difficult. I know. I know, I know um, what the number one's going to be, or it should be, but let's go number five. That they didn't go far enough. Or they missed the ballpark completely. I'll give you one. Yes, please. Emissary flags for server merges. This is not fixed. Oh, and it's a shoot. problem. Yes. So if you're not aware, that. right? So they try I to keep. I don't even know if that's number five. I think that would be almost number one. And there's a couple more things on here that I rate higher than that. Number one is definitely, I already know what my number one is, and it deals with weapons. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. But okay. So if you're not aware of this, if you have an emissary flag on, or a ship has an emissary flag on, and they try, and I like the server merge feature because it's keeping servers more alive, right? It's keeping, um, you know, between five and six ships per server. It's keeping everything server. fresh, yes. It's keeping things fresh. Whenever that server merge happens, you have to go back and look. Is there a Reaper? Are there, you know, you have to go back and look. You have to, you have to read. Are there people in the same emissary? Right, I'm right, in. right. Um, but with server merges right now, and, I, and I'm sure Rare is aware of this, um, but they haven't oh, yeah, addressed it yet. So when a server merge happens, if you have an emissary flag, it doubles. So you get an additional emissary flag. So for example, if you merge and you have a grade five Athena flag on your ship, not not that you have on your ship as far as it's been a destroyed ship and you have their flag. A flag that's actually flag. on your ship, an active emissary flag on your ship. If you sink or scuttle, you get two grade five Athenas. If you merge three if you merge twice, that flag is now three flags and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which for me is a problem because they have these Reaper accommodations to get grade five, five grade fives from each of the emissaries. You can cheese that so bad right now where you get, you know, your own flag. And if you have several server merges at the end of your play session, scuttle your ship, get two, three, four, even maybe five flags. If you have that many server merges, you're done with that accommodation. And guess what? You haven't sunk a damn ship. You just did it cheesily. Right. And that obviously is not the intention. Personally, I think for that accommodation, they need to change it from it can't be your flag. Um, just to allow the life of that accommodation to last longer. Um, but the server merge flag duplication, I personally think, number five, they really need to address that. I'm hoping they do in this June update. I don't think they're going to, but they really need to address that because it's it's really just downplaying the Reaper accommodations a lot. Yeah, and not only that, but Reaper alone already was, like, very, very, like easy to level up 100%. like i'm 75 and everything As and I. I was never expecting to be that quickly for how long it took me to get to level 50 now it does take longer now because they've nerfed the emissaries um so much and i'm glad they did because it takes a while it, it didn't take me that long to get to 50 um for a variety of reasons um but the grind from 50 to 75 Let's. I did a little bit without an emissary flag, and it's a grind. You put that emissary flag on in that first couple weeks, 
you got to 75 so fast. It was like the content was over in, in, in a week or two with Emissary Flags. They uh-huh. needed to... They, these nerfs that they've done to emissaries now, which I know as as people like you and I who have been playing this this um, emissary system for now over what two months, um, these nerfs are kind of annoying because we're like, oh man, now we have to do two full Athena Thieves Haven runs to get five, and the emissary quest doesn't get back to five. But in all honesty, that's how it should have been in the beginning. The emissary grind should be grindy because you get so much of an advantage. Um, in your rep and and your gold for getting that grade five, I I kind of like where it's it's sitting right now. For a lot of us though, we've already hit seventy five, so it it doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, I it doesn't really bother me right now either. So like, I mean, I guess like being able to cheese it, it's really beneficial. But I've gotten so many grade fives already just from playing that it doesn't really matter to me. But it's also kind of easier for the newer players or yep. the not as good of pvp players to be able to do that kind of cheesy trick and i mean it's a little bit of a hassle because like you can drop your flags and stuff at reapers and then you have to wait right to go get it so you actually have to have friends doing it you with do. you you do but, but i don't think your flag should count to those i i yeah. reapers is a pvp that would faction. Be the easiest way to fix that all right reapers is a pvp faction you and and those accommodations like for example i think i've completed all my grade fives now given most of mine i did actually legitly earn by sinking ships but a couple of them i'm like my play session's over i'm gonna cash this in just because it's part of the game so a couple of mine were definitely my own flags but like a couple of them were legit but those accommodations are laughable right now because Mm -hmm. you can do it with your own flag yeah just laughable so Okay, so that was number five for me. Number four, what do you think? Oh, my God. I mean, I guess cannons. What no. do you mean by cannons? Were they, oh, like, like they, the cannon they bug? didn't fully not, not finish it, enough. yeah. Yep, yep, I agree. Or else rowboat or something. Like, oh. rowboats and cannons, they definitely need to fix both of them. Go a little bit further They fix it a little bit, yes. Yeah. I would, I would say those two would be either three and five. We've already talked about them. Right, right. We don't need to get we know we don't need to get into into the weeds too much on that. We've already talked about they need to go a little bit further on those, but they've made improvements, so they yes. can be on both lists. Number two, I don't really know these. What's still broken in the game? I'm not really one to ask this. This I mean, would be more of a moo question. I know, right? I know. She, <laughs> she's sleeping right now, though. <laughs> yeah. She's sleeping. Yes, it's too early for her. It's it, yeah, very much, much, much too early. Nine o'clock now, but still. Yeah. So, um. Okay, so number two for me. That they didn't go, go far enough, um. They may here. I'm going to read two off. Okay, I'm going to read two off, and, and and you'll see where I'm going with this. Performing a block sword lunge, then quickly entering block on landing will now correctly display the pl- a player in block stance. Attacking with a cutlass while blocking, then quickly stowing your blade will no longer cause your player shadow to show the correct stance. These are visual updates to sword combat. And that to me is a joke because the sword is currently broken. 
and I'll yes. tell you why. I haven't played this game for nearly as long as you, but in That's my time I was, playing, I my one the sword. sword has changed so much, right? So if you if you are a player right now, and I encourage you to do this, log on, pull out your sword, stand really far away from an object, say the mast of your ship, swing your sword and slowly move in until your sword registers on the mast. What you will notice is your sword is the length of your sword hit reg plus another half sword length in front of that. That is a huge problem because the sword, yes, in my opinion, should be an important weapon in this game. We're pirates. Swords were important to pirates, right? Double gunning's cool. Swords were important to pirates, and people wanting to play the sword should be able to play the sword. But the fact that you can stand a sword and a half, a, a sword and plus another half sword length away from someone, just moving at them and left clicking is not a good combat system. It is spammy, it is not skill based, and it is crap. They need to fix that sword hit registration to be the length of the sword. And furthermore, they need to fix blocking because yes. if I pull up my sword, and block, and I'm still getting sliced through my block when the player is in front of me and my sword is aimed at their sword, that is crap. I am blocking. I should be able to block. And they should not be able to sit there and left-click spam while I'm blocking. There should be a negative to them. If I pull up my sword and block them, there should be a negative impact on their side to stop them from just spam slashing. Right? That is not a duel. That is a one-sided spam fest, and yep. that needs fixed now. Yes. Honestly, I don't think you were around with the previous sword. What was that called? Noodle art? Is that, was that what everyone calls the noodle sword? I don't know. Where they, you just swing it around and it hits everything? No. Or was no, no, this no, no, back no. when... When, like, sword duels were actually legit with stuns on both sides. Where, where sword duels were le actually legit. Yeah. yeah and um, going off of that. Sword, there was nothing really wrong with it. Right, right. There was nothing wrong with the right. sword. I, I think People what happened. People just didn't understand that if you block and then jump through another character mm -hmm. and got behind them, that's how they were dying. Right. And I think and they didn't understand that. But at the, the same time, why can you block and jump through someone? Right, right. You shouldn't be able to jump through someone, right? There but, should be. I mean, I guess especially if you're since, trying to board a ladder. Right, especially since. Well, here's the thing. Especially since, like, for example, if I'm at, uh, I'm just gonna say Ancient Spire. It doesn't matter what it was. If mm -hmm. I'm at Ancient Spire and I do a tuck hide at the door of the inn, and a player wants to run and turn in their Athena. My character model blocks them from entering the inn. They can't jump. They can't run through me. They get blocked. Why is it that I can sword jump through someone or move through someone, but when I'm in an emote, they can't? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, so I think there's a big change that they need to be made there. But the big thing for me is if you want to improve sword combat then you need to make it a more sword fight duel. And I'm sure there's a lot of challenges in the code. I'm sure there is. But if I'm blocking them and they're continually spam clicking, eventually they're going to get through with the current hit registration and my block doesn't matter. 
So why even block? Just sit there and swing back at them and hope you get the slashes in. That's not a good combat system. They need to make it so if I block you, you have a stun so I can then counterattack and you have to block. Don't stun the block. Allow the other player, the attacking player, to pull up their block immediately, but then I get stunned, right? And make it a chess match. See, whenever I board a ship lately, like, if they're using sword, like, that annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, it's it's just a vortex. Because if I'm trying to run away from Mm -hmm. them, and I speed run a little bit, and then I pause for a moment to try and eat to heal myself up, they're already on me, and they're already on my back, and their sword's wiping me. Right, it's just a vortex. So, like, you can't even heal yourself because they can run and then pretty much sword spam as soon as they're on top yeah, of you. Yeah, and yeah. because they're so far away, they're still getting contact. Right. Right. And that's not okay. Right. And it, like it, yeah. it's no sort of duel. It's it's yep. there, there's it's, no duels. It's it's not a it's duel anymore. Frustrating. Yeah. Cause like I'll board a ship and I'll literally just decide to use the sword. Right. Because I want to see why I keep dying to the sword. Right. It's like, it's the matter of fact of, okay, well, I have three people on me with a sword. Like, yeah, I can use guns and keep distance between them, but eventually they catch up and then you get stun locked for being hit. And it's like, okay, well now I'm stun locked and they're just like bouncing me around and sword swiping me the entire freaking time. Like I get bounced around like a ping pong ball and it's so stupid. Like, don't get me wrong. Like they should like okay if you're double gunning which that it's a great a great set i love double gunning at close range if someone's sorting you you should die if you're a double gunner you have no defense Mm -hmm. against the sword the problem becomes um if i'm running away and i get that distance and they're all on top of me like immediately and getting stunned out the ass like the stun is the issue right i the stun is the issue you don't get stunned if you get shot, but you do get stunned if you get sword slashed. And that's a problem to me. Um, why do I get stunned with a sword slash, but not when I get shot? Um, so it's it's obviously encouraging players to bring out the sword. And then it and enters that discussion I just we just talked about where using the block feature is, is just why. Why even block? Because they're going to slash through your block and there's no disadvantage for them just to keep slashing like they don't get stunned or anything. So in my opinion, there needs to be some changes. I don't necessarily know what it is. I think the, see the previous sword you used, to, if you did your three spam swipe yep. and on the third spam, like swipe, mm-hmm. you would get knocked back. If yep. you were, if the enemy team was blocking Ske- skeletons still do skeletons still get knocked back. If they do uh, three slashes on you and you block, but instead of like the whole like animation of walking back, that would be a little bit too cheap. Yeah. Um, but even if it just bounced them back. Right. And, and like I said, skeletons still do. If you block a skeleton who's sword vortexing you, they will get bounced back after that sore after that third block in a row, you know? Mm-hmm. So if skeletons get knocked back, why aren't players getting knocked back? And then secondly, <clears throat> I don't think the sword should have a stun feature just for hitting you. I don't yeah. think they should. Because, okay, we're going to talk real life here. And this is a video game, so real life doesn't play in a matter. But if I get slashed with a knife, right, it hurts. Mm-hmm. If I get shot with a bullet, 
it hurts. Why does one stun me and the other one doesn't? I'm taking damage to my body. I'm in pain. Why does one stun me and one doesn't? Either add a stun, a short stun to both, or remove the stun completely. And personally, I think they should remove the stun completely and fix the block mechanism. Um, yeah. And, and I think that would go a long way. And then also reduce that sword hit reg. It's too long right now. Bring it back to the size of the sword, not sword plus half sword. I think it would also be cool to add, like, the main issue that they have right now is I think that they added the sword the way they did to try and help those players that are new to the game be able to survive against the double gunners, sure. against the sure. more experienced players. So I completely understand that because whenever you're a new player, you go for a sword. Like yep. you don't just decide to use two guns. They, they need to get they need to get a point in this game where every player can feel comfortable and mm -hmm. successful with whatever loadout they have. If you want to go flintlock then, sword, go flintlock sword. Feel successful, feel powerful. If you want a double like, gun, do it. My my statement was leading towards the fact of they were doing it to help the players. But I think if maybe even having that ability to block, I know that sounds kind of matrixy and very unrealistic, a bullet, even if it's like a percentage of the time that it blocks it, like, like okay, you can attempt to block it with a sword, like, but it's not always going to happen. Yeah, I think that I that know. would also help too. I, I guess. I, I don't that, know if they should that, go that that far. might also get rid of, yeah. well, I think that it might get it rid might. of a lot of double gunners. It might. Well, I mean, okay, because I'm going to You have the people who are double gunning. And if you're staring at someone and you're running towards them, yeah. like unless if they have a blunderbuss, like they're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to I'm going like, to throw out a it name. changes the whole entire like combat situation. I'm going to throw out a name and personal feelings aside. Right. Let's not talk about personal feelings. I'm going to throw out a name. Pace 22. He is mm -hmm. probably aside from Summit, who jumps into the game quite a bit recently. He's probably the largest Sea of Thieves streamer, you know, for a while. Yeah. Um, and he is he is an excellent PvP player in Adventure, and he's an excellent double gunner, right? Obviously, he has his weaknesses. I've known people who have killed him and beat him. Cool. He's an excellent PvPer in Adventure, and he uses double gun. And he has been on record saying multiple times, if they fix the sword and they fix the flintlock, his weapon loadout of choice would be flintlock sword hands down he uses sniper blunder right now and sometimes pulls out the sword depending if he's getting sword vortexed or not but his weapon system of choice if this was fixed would be sword flintlock and that to me says a lot coming from someone whose success has been all about sniper blunderbuss that says a lot mm -hmm. right there to me especially again personal feelings aside especially with the amount of time he puts into this game that to me says a lot that he is doing sniper blunder and if they're things the, were they're fixed, the two highest damage ones, mm -hmm. of course he's going to choose those. Right. The sniper is very beneficial to mm -hmm. holding a ship, yep. to protecting a ship, um, hitting kegs, hitting yep. people in the water. Yep. Like, you can't really go wrong with a sniper. It does yep. three quarters of your damage or yep. three quarters of your health for the most part. 70, 75 like, damage out of 100? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, like, you have that gun that puts them at such a disadvantage if you hit them. Right, right. But, but and, what, yeah, yeah. And then the blunder, 
if you get close enough, if you have those one sword vortexer, mm-hmm. okay, great. Blunder them to done. the face, done. One shot, one kill. And like, that's it. We're going to get into and the blunder so here in a minute. We're going to get in the blunder here in a minute. Because I have issues with the blunder right now. Um, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but what I'm saying is if he is willing to put down the sniper, which is the most damage, most, if you're good at it, accurate gun to deal damage and hold a ship. If he's going to put down his sniper completely and blunder, which as you pointed out, does great things. If he's going to put those two down completely and go to pistol sword, that says a lot about what position the sword is, what the position the sword could be in and the flintlock if they got them fixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go to my number one. And I don't know if this is your number one, but number one thing that they didn't go far enough. Hit registration. Yep. Hit registration. And this does not just go with guns. We're talking cannons. We're talking chain shots. We're talking hit registration in general in this game is still broken. Is it better? Yes. Is it anywhere close to being fixed and fair? No. We just talked about the sword and the hit reg on the sword being a half a sword length longer than the sword already. That's a problem. But let's talk about the other weapons and hit registration. And I'm glad you mentioned the blunderbuss. And I'll tell you why. Since this patch, I have seen numerous streamers, and I have experienced it myself, that I will climb a ladder un, um, un, unseen, get right behind the person at the helm, point blank blunder them. So literally my blunderbuss is touching their character, and I shoot them. All ten pellets c- should connect, and they don't die. A point-blank blunder should kill a player regardless because each pellet, there are 10 pellets, each pellet does 10 damage, you have 100 health, you are dead. And I've watched so many streamers recently who, after this update, are hitting point-blank blunders, which should be a one-shot kill, that are not registering all 10 pellets. The blunder, though very powerful with its knockback and with its one-shot capability close range, is broken right now. I mean, that has always been an issue with me. I've yep. watched so many... I've gone one-blundered so many times. Yep. I don't think that I've actively one-blundered someone right. ever. I have. Like, I think. unless if they were partially damaged. <laughs> right. right, right. But, like, yeah, how do you know if they were partially Correct. damaged or if they were at full health? Right. And if, like, they were on the cannons and the cannons were shooting at their ship, like, yep. they could be partially damaged. I've had but, like, so many recent experiences on the seas where... I will hit them with a sniper and then hit them close range with a blunder and they're still alive. And there's no way that they should still be alive after 70 damage plus, let's say, four pellets. Right? They shouldn't be. No. But they are. So blunderbuss hit reg needs fixed a lot. But it's not the worst hit reg in the game right now. And I know you, as someone who uses this gun, and me, as someone who loves the gun but never uses it, the flintlock. The Flintlock's hit registration has been broken for a while and is still continued to be broken. Where if you shoot with your iron sight, some of the guns have iron sight, and that pellet goes through the player, you can see the light of the pellet going through the player and you don't hit them. Mm-hmm. The Flintlock is really broken and I want them to fix it because I love the look of the pistol. 
I love its medium range, quote unquote, sniping capability with the iron sights. And it is really broken. And the fact that they made some adjustments to shooting players in the water, which I've definitely seen some improvements to that. But when I shoot, oh, yeah, no, that's that's actually that alone has been improved drastically. Drastic improvement. But yeah. with the flintlock, I've seen so many times I'll shoot someone, I'll shoot at someone in the water and completely miss them. I'll see the pellets sail five feet away from them and they'll die. The flintlock mm-hmm. hit reg is probably right now in a and position where it's the worst hit reg in the game. Now you also have to take into consideration, is it actually hit reg or is it that player's lag? I don't because know. Because that's, that's something that I've, like, everybody says hit reg this and hit reg that. You're right. Thinking, You're right. 100%. Is it always hit reg, though? 100%. Because, like, I've been on servers where I have EU friends playing with me, and they're, like, at 120 ping, and sure. you have to shoot, like, five minutes behind them sure. like, and, <laughs> in order to kill them. You know. But at the end of the day, hit rag or hit reg or lag aside, if you see your bullet pass through someone and it doesn't do damage, that feels bad as a player. Yes. Now, is there a way to fix that with lag? I don't know. But if my bullet goes through something, I expect it to get damaged. I expect it yeah. to get damaged. If it's not getting damaged, it feels bad as a player. Mm-hmm. And if I'm shooting... And it goes off the side of someone and they die. Sure, I love. I got the kill. Yay, I got the kill. It still feels bad because I'm like, I didn't hit that guy. Like, like yeah, it, I, I always talk about fairness. That's not fair to them. Yeah, I got the kill. I'm happy. But it's not fair to them because I didn't hit them. I missed them completely. I missed yep. them. And lag aside, and again, I don't know how they fix it, but the, the hit registration needs tightened up. And the flintlock really needs to be looked at because that gun is just in a bad place right now. And I love that gun. I love the flintlock. I love it. firing is so much fun. I love the flintlock. I love it. Um, But with that being said, I don't know. Have you watched the trailer for the June update yet? No, I have not, actually. All right. Well, then you weren't watching my stream last night, and I'm sad. Um, (laughs) No, you're fine. Um, So they released the trailer. If you haven't checked it out, see a thieves on YouTube. You can watch the trailer. They uh, they talk about the new update. Um, And right off the bat, um, after they do a little um, a little political speech, if you don't want to hear about the current situation around, uh, Joe talks about the first couple minutes about their stance on it. You can skip through that if that's not your thing. Um, skip to the point where they talk about, you know, Sea of Thieves news. And Joe, uh, uh, Joe Neat talks right off the bat. By the way, I just want to say that I think he's a little, um, I, I think he's a little timid now about his hand movements now that that emote has been released because throughout the entire video, he was not talking with his hands and I was disappointed. <laughs> so I think they put that emote out there and it's like, oh, now I need to keep my hands low because they talk about it all the time. <laughs> but one of the things he said was, we made large changes to hit registration in our May update, but we understand we haven't went far enough. And that is a number one priority for us to get hit registration fixed. So the fact that that was one of the first things that he said they're going to be focusing on until it's fixed makes me extremely, extremely excited. Because as I said, nothing feels worse than hitting someone and not doing damage. Or we didn't talk about the cannon hit reg, hitting a chain shot. On a mast, you see it explode on the mast, and the mast doesn't drop. That feels really bad, because chain shots are one of the hardest shots to hit, because they're slow-moving, 
and you have to arc them and lead and all that stuff, hard shot to hit. And when you hit that mass and you see the explosion on that mass and it doesn't drop, that feels really bad. So I'm really excited that that was the very first thing that he mentioned that is something that they are going to continue to work on. Um, I, I, like I said, um, I don't want to get into the June update because that's what next episode will be about. Uh, episode two will be about the June update. Um, the June update looks cool. Um, I, and, and Wolfie, when you have time, I strongly suggest you watch the video because <laughs> what they're oh, adding I knew about it. is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, no, I, 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 knew, I about, knew about it from, from insider. Yeah, stuff, me too. So. And again, they don't always give you everything. And obviously as an insider, we test a lot of things that might not go in. Um, but ghost ships are coming in really cool. Um, and the fact that they're adding more shanties and the radial bar to select which shanty you play. It's, <gasps> it's, oh. oh, sorry. Did I spoil it for you? <laughs> oh, okay. They're adding um, more shanties. Um, again, I don't want to get too deep Ghost into this quest? ghost ship voyages from order of souls. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they're, they're adding more shanties. So they're adding the 1812 overture. That one, um, which is going to be great to play in battle and be a troll. Um, they're adding, we shall sail together that you can play anywhere. We shall sail together. Yep. And all your shanties will now be on a radial bar that you can select which song you play instead of just pulling oh. out your instrument and playing a random tune until you find the one you want. There's going to be happy birthday. Happy birthday will also be in there, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of cool things that they're adding in this June update. Again, this was just Any a Any money they're going to add it and also get like pay for music too, probably. It, it might be. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. But um. Yeah, the June update looks looks to be cool, and and like I said, I'm I'm really excited to see what they continue to do with hit registration, um, and and the new content because I feel I have this gut feeling, and we're not going to talk about lore today. I have this fe- I have this gut feeling that we're going to see a tall tale by the end of the year, because oh yeah, definitely these these ghost ships coming in are obviously the another like there's going to be a couple tall tales could like, be could be because we just recently got into the whole um flameheart oh god flameheart yep. flameheart coming into the scene yep. so like of course like there's so many questions behind him whether it's his dad or his son or right. like what's going on with what's that what's the gym you know wanda uh, the is you know gym actually the mysterious or the um the guy on Reapers. Reapers. Right. Like, is um, that actually him? And he's turning into a skeleton, if, which is if, why he's wearing a mask. If people purchased it on Steam, you'll notice this character. Um, I actually have the Steam um, uh, banner up right now. There's a character with blonde hair and a beard on the lower uh, right corner. It's Duke. And he looks like a very young and, and nice looking dude. If you're in the game now, you'll notice that Duke does not look that young anymore. He's been through a lot. And in the past three updates, they've changed where Duke is. When I first started playing, he was sitting by the fireplace. Now he's up and moving around. And so I anticipate he's going to be in a different position. And I think Duke's going to play a role somehow 
in the upcoming storyline, but these cursed ships, these ghost ships that you're going to get voyages for for Order of Souls are clearly the work of Flameheart. And I, again, I don't want to get too deep into the lore, but I feel like we're going to get some more tall tale story by the end of the year to help us build on this, this Flameheart, um, the storyline. And if you want to know more about Flameheart, um, the two tall tales that are out right now that, that start the story are tall tales 10 and 11 seabound soul and then um heart of fire will start to tell you the story I think it's 11 and 12 is I it 11 and 12 yeah it's 11 and 12 because 10 is the maiden voyage well oh yeah 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 you're right well yeah. technically one is the maiden voyage but because it's a tutorial but yeah anyway so if you want to know well, more it's the one through nine is the original right, the set original of tall tales. yep yep the maiden voyage came out later which is on the second page and right. then it's the two new ones right so, so yeah, so if you want to know more about Flameheart and these ghostly ships, um, why they're coming, who's controlling them, or at least what we can anticipate who's controlling them, check out Seabound Soul, check out Heart of Fire. They'll tell you about Flameheart. You'll start to uh, learn more about him. And also, you know, we'll be talking about lore in future episodes, right? This is going to be a weekly podcast. I, I don't know necessarily if Wolfie will be able to be free to join us every week. Um, but we'll always find someone who can be here. Hopefully Wolfie can be, but we'll find someone to talk with me, but we'll definitely be talking lore in, in the future. Um, because we've got this character that was in tall tale nine, the shores of gold, um, who might not be gone. Um, so where does he play into all this? Where does, where does that character go? Um, you know, Pandragon and all that stuff. So a lot of cool things are happening right now in the seas with the steam release, with the quality of life update, with everything going on right now. Um, it's the game is in a great place and it's getting in a better place each and every month. If you're a person who wants new content all the time, check out sea of thieves. If you've never played it before, or if you played it in the past, come back and check it out. The game is in a great place. We get monthly content updates. It's absolutely awesome. Um, but to not ramble on anymore, I want to thank Wolfie for being here. I want to thank everyone for, for tuning in, um, and watching or listening to this. Like I said, hopefully this will become a weekly podcast that you all can enjoy, uh, through your leisure. Wolfie, tell them where they can find you. If they would like to watch some of your streams, your scrims, your NAL performances, tell them where they can find you. So you can find me at Deadly Wolfie or Twitch TV, twitch.tv at slash Deadly Wolfie. Um, Wolfie is spelled W-O-L-F-Y, not I-E, so just a Y. Um, and I stream Sea of Thieves. I haven't been streaming other games, but I kind of want to get back into that like I used to. And this tonight, later tonight, I'm actually going to be content competing in the notorious arena league and they are going to be on online as well and they're going to be giving out an obsidian capstan so i would recommend checking out twitch.tv forward slash notorious arena league and go and check them out but if you can only remember my name come over there and i will be there streaming now and this, I stream practices and other things. Now this episode won't come out until probably Monday. Um oh, okay. so so most likely they'll miss the tournament going on right now, but are there future tournaments that are going to be streamed and what day do they get streamed? Um I think the following week we are not going to be live. We are not going to have that 
extra little bit of practice if i'm not mistaken let me double check the schedule sure and um, i just want to state if you if you've not heard of the nal the notorious arena league these folks are absolutely brutal bloodthirsty dangerous pirates on the seas especially in the arena if you if you love pvp and you want to see how amazing arena can be and how competitive and bloodthirsty it can be make sure you check out wolfie make sure you check out that notorious arena league they do giveaways like like the the obsidian capstan which is one of the rarest things to get in the game if you can get a hold of that, that codes it's it's a great great thing to watch um to to watch them do um arena it's it's absolutely beautiful and and absolutely just er angry uh fighting <laughs> so when's the next one uh once this uh once this um releases the next one isn't until june twenty seventh okay. um they were trying to do a two week on one week off to give us a little bit of a break sure. And then it does like a every other week skip until the last two because of, you know, June 27th. And then it would have been July 4th. But right. I was like, um, that's kind of America's national holiday. Like, I don't think people want to be playing arena they while there's fireworks drinking, going off. They want to be out drinking, <laughs> watching NASCAR and drinking beer. Yeah, Even but the NASCAR people who did it, like, they, they're from Canada and, like, Europe. They necessarily like Europe. So like they were running it as in their manners. <laughs> and I was like, probably not the best time. I was gonna say, are the organizers British where they they're like, What's that July fourth thing? We don't talk about that. We don't talk about well, that. Well, everybody has a July fourth. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying why July fourth <laughs> no. is important to us. The British don't want to talk about that. They lost. That used to be a riddle that I would tell. <laughs> does British does Great Britain have a July fourth? <laughs> does britain have a fourth of july and everybody's like no they don't they don't have it i'm like yeah, everybody do. has fourth of july no th their calendar literally <laughs> goes july 3rd and then there's a 24-hour gap where there's nothing and then it goes july 5th they just skip yeah, over exactly it <laughs> so if you want to check out the notorious arena league and wolfie competing in that june 27th make sure you check her out on twitch.tv slash deadly wolfie wolfie spelled w-o-l-f-y and you can always check me out oh yeah i like being checked out on twitch.tv slash davram tv and if you enjoyed this podcast please do subscribe again this will be a weekly podcast where we talk about sea of thieves updates we talk about lore we talk about the state of the game we talk about where we would like the game to go and speculate on things um but guys thank you very much for your love for your support make sure you take care of yourselves and each other and we'll see you next time on pirate talk radio